All right, welcome to uh, Great Ideas for Chapels. Actually, this is just Ideas for Chapels. I thought if I added the word great, more people would come. <laughs> so, this, this is good. And uh, um, I'm Mac Wiener, and I'm at uh, Timothy Christian in Elmhurst, Illinois. And uh, I'll introduce myself a little bit more in just a moment. But uh, a little CEA tradition of mine is at lunch break, I have an apple and a cliff bar, and I go for a little stroll. And I always walk by the sugar maple tree that's, that's, uh, that's down here. So I took that this afternoon. Just wanted to show you this. It's just bonus. OK. Um, so here we go. And ideas for chapels. And I'd like to begin with a word of prayer. Uh, gracious and mighty God, we are thankful that in your power and might that you are a God that is near, a God of relationship, a God that is personal. Uh, we are thankful for uh, each school represented in this room right now, and uh, we are so thankful for the times of uh, gathering together as school community for worship. Uh, we pray, Lord, for your blessing upon our chapel times. And uh, please help each one of us in our role uh, in uh, leading the chapels. And uh, may we be responsive to your spirit. Uh, may we have wisdom. May we guide students well. And uh, at the end of the day, we pray, Lord, that uh, our chapels would be full of, of honor and glorifying you. Um, and also times that uh, deeply reach into students' hearts and lives. Touch them with the power of your grace. Uh, we ask now for your blessing upon our time together this afternoon, and we pray this in the name of Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. And amen. All right, so our time together. Uh, number one, we are together. Uh, so the reason actually for this is the last couple years I was looking for this, and I did not find it. Like, where are the chapel people? And they weren't gathering. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll do it. So uh, first and foremost, I just wanted to get people together that have a heart for chapels. Um, and uh, because I started this, I guess I need to share some, some things, which, which I will do. And uh, feel free to interrupt me uh, with questions. Um, and then uh, you will share, if you want. Enforcing. And you know, I was thinking, like, I'll share and then open up a time for sharing, and uh, we may do that. However, as I was going over this again, I would kind of like to, at certain points, pause and then have you share maybe how your school does it. Because really, at the end of the day, I just want us to share and learn from one another. So, uh, Maybe I'm at the microphone, but really I, I want to, I'll say a few things that we do, but I really want to facilitate discussion as well. Um, and even if I don't even get through this and our time is up, well, amen, our time is up and we've had a great time. Uh, so that's good. And uh, also, I mean, I, don't, I, I brought paper if you need it, and also I brought sour Mike and Ikes. <laughs> Does anybody need a few for the afternoon? No, really, here, just put your hand up. Just give me some. This helps me in afternoon uh, session. Up, it's the 
afternoon sessions this afternoon. I get those. Yeah. These are really good. They help me stay awake. Actually, you know what? I'm passing the bag around. Use them up. Okay. Thank you. Have you ever had a session with that? I do not do that for high school chapel. I don't do that. So, like us to share. Um, also, this time is going to be very practical. I'm not going to talk about, you know, foundations and worship or like our, our, our key chapel ideas that guide our chapel program. This specific time, I'm just thinking just nuts and bolts, practical stuff, cool ideas that we do for chapel, and also a little bit on how we organize, uh, how we organize chapels. And uh, I just pray that at the end we will all be uh, encouraged and motivated and uh, just excited to go back and continue to do chapel. Uh, for myself, uh, I, love, I love teaching the Bible. Um, I really like trees. You'll get more of that in just a moment. And you know what? Sometimes I daydream about chapels. You know, I'm just like, oh! Just, whoa, that would be a cool idea, or, you know, I just, I, I don't know, it just happens. So this is something that I just find for myself, uh, naturally motivates me as well, just thinking about chapel. Um, uh, so myself, I uh, went to Trinity Christian College, oops, uh, then I went to Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, got a Master's of Divinity, and uh, then worked at a church in Colorado. Um, then I came back to Elmhurst. I actually grew up in Elmhurst, but I'm glad I went to Colorado. Well, because I was in a church, but I met the wife, had the kids. This was all a good thing. Isn't Providence an interesting thing, you know? So anyway, uh, so I came back uh, to Timothy in 99, uh, which is a, a really crazy story in and of itself. This was not a normal journey. I never even applied for this. It just, anyway. Uh, so currently, I teach 10th and 11th grade Bible in the morning. These are semester classes. Then I go to the middle school in the afternoon. My standard joke is they should pay me more to teach middle school in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 7th uh, and 8th in the afternoon. And then I coordinate the uh, middle school and high school chapels. Um, a unique thing about me is... I got our school to be a nationally accredited arboretum. I might lead a, I might lead a session on this next year. Is, is something happening with the lights? <laughs> I was in another yeah, session and it did the same thing. No, it's motion. Okay, well, we'll just so we have look through it. Water. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, this guy, he's 80, he uses a shovel like he's 30. And uh, for 55 plus years, he's planted trees on our campus. If you know people that are like compulsive tree planters or planting people, this is the guy. Uh, so anyway, that's he and I planting a tree. And then we had a uh, special ceremony. And uh, I GPS every tree on our campus. So, and this is our, uh, our tree map. And uh, this guy, like, he planted single-handedly almost every one of those blue dots. Quite interesting. So, uh, I like trees. He did, he did the planting. I just did this. And uh, anyway, 
This is just a kind of a cool side. We will move on. I could say more I won't. All right. Uh, so Timothy Chapels. Um, this is middle school, although I'm going to focus my comments on high school. However, in discussion, if you want to bring up middle school, wonderful. Okay, and middle school's uh, once a week. Um, high school, uh, for us, so 25 minutes. Some of you have long... Let's just pause right now. What are some of the, in the week, how are, how are chapels organized? I'm just curious here. Twice a week. Twice a week, and how long are they? 21 and 23. Okay, so similar, similar to us, yes. Anybody else? Yeah. We have middle school twice a week for about 23 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Four times a week. Four times a week. Seventeen minutes. And seventeen. Okay. Isn't that fun? It's funny with school. Like our chapel starts at 9:56. You know, school bells. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I visited another high school in our area. It's once a week on Fridays for 45 minutes. So that, you know, determines the shape of that time versus us just this time or 17 minutes is going to determine what, you know, what you do. So uh, anyway, that's, this is what we do. And uh, this is after second hour. So we have first hour, second hour. We have chapel, and then we have an eight-minute break, and then a four-minute passing period to third hour. It's kind of how... Ours is organized. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and during the chapel slot is called our focus period, where it's like study hall or meet with teachers if you need extra help, things like this. Um, and uh, all of us are still a work in progress. I just, I'm presenting ideas, but I'm not presenting like, this is the way. I just hope that uh, we all uh, get some new ideas today. Um, and uh, for this, like if there's something that you like or whatever, um, what I suggest is at the end I give I have my email, and uh, so if you send me an email, I'll will send you the slideshow if you'd like to just kind of say oh yeah that chapel idea or, or whatever, and you forgot what it was, uh, just just email me, uh, that'll be great. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about chapel speakers. Um, we don't have chapel speakers all the time, but we do get different uh, chapel speakers in. Uh, now, for our chapels, uh, the high school chapels, we have assigned seats. How many of you, do you have assigned seats for your chapels? Okay. Uh, the, the key to assigned seats is boy, girl, boy, girl. I don't know about you, this is, this is what we do, you know, and... Uh, um, we have all the seniors sit in one spot, then all the juniors, then all the sophomores, and then all of the freshmen. I'll show you a picture of auditorium in a minute. And uh, essentially, I get a list, and the kids are in homerooms, kind of, so it's four columns. And I just, like, go across and assign them seats. I put the larger students on aisles. They never say thank you to me. It's intentional. Oh, well. Um, and uh, also... Um, I don't just go straight across for the seniors because they're in the center section. I pick very good attentive seniors to be right in the middle in the center. This is for when we have speakers so that the people right in front of the speakers are people that are like, oh, we're into this. And uh, that's, been, that's been a good thing. Uh, interestingly, no, no students, it's like 
nobody complains about their chapel seats, although I'm sure they don't like them. All of them like them, but it just happens. Um, I'm an Evernote guy. This has to do with chapel organization. So uh, all of my chapels are in Evernote. And uh, what's nice about Evernote is you can attach, uh, it plays very nicely with Google uh, Docs and Google Drive. Also, you can attach files right to Evernote. Um, and I have my personal account where I do my, my work, but then my school account is uh, pulled up on the tech, it's on the computer in the tech booth. So I do something at home and I don't, it just, pops up automatically in the tech booth. Now, something that I'm kind of pleased about today is my, my tech, chapel tech director is in the audience. And he was the bass player for the worship, <laughs> the worship band this morning, right here, this guy. So, uh, uh, so uh, anyway, so what's so nice is all of these are shared with him. Any student that's going to do chapel, it's just automatically updated stuff is all there. That's what I like about Evernote. And then also Google Docs, any changes you make or you know, they just happen. Let me just show you real quick. Let me see if this, what? Is that not cool? Can you see? Oh, you can't see that. Okay, I'm gonna leave uh, Keynote for just a moment. Uh, so, TC Chapels. Um, this is actually uh, this PowerPoint. Uh, actually, I got this. I got this today. Um, he, uh, his secretary, emailed it to me, and so on the iPad, I had my email and Evernote, and all I did was take my finger and go, and take the PowerPoint file and just plop it here, and boom, it's done, ready to go for chapel next Thursday. Um, I didn't have to download the file even. All I did was on the iPad drag it over and, and, and there it is. Um, so I have it uh, by date. Um, HS High School, we have a spiritual life, uh, spiritual emphasis week coming up. I'll share about that. Um, and then uh, if it's MS, it's middle school. Uh, so anyway, recently it's been a more high school stuff organizing going on. Uh, so anyway. Um, I'll show you another Evernote, Evernote file in uh, a little bit, but that's just uh, something I use. Uh, is there something else that you use for organization in chapels? Anybody is curious? Do you use ProPresenter at all? Oh, thank you. So we do use ProPresenter, yes. And uh, so ProPresenter, um, all of our music is on there. And then, uh, so for instance, that PowerPoint there, um, that um, will just plop that into ProPresenter as well. Um, most of the uh, like slideshows we get don't have animation because that does not play well with ProPresenter. Um, but we do use uh, ProPresenter is very nice, and uh, um, the the thing is, I have students that know a lot more than me on that which is good, but I'm always nervous when they graduate, and I'm like, oh no. But it's worked out so far, and I'm learning more and more, because it's a pretty big program. Anybody else use ProPresenter for music? Yes? Yeah, and um, we're going to start using uh, a software that 
kids, mostly for our praise bands, that kids yeah. will get an app on their phone and then they can commit to attending the practice, but also get their chord sheets. Yes. Is that Planning Center? Yeah. Planning Center. So my church uses Planning Center. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so that will have the, uh, you can attach files to that. Yeah. And Those YouTube clips. Wow, that's kind of cool. Does that, that cost something? Yes, it does. It? Yeah, yeah, so, cool. um, I don't know, I just have a kid who was using that church and showed it to me and was really pushing it. So okay. we're going to try it for the rest yeah. of the year, but it's, yeah. it depends on how many people you need using one. So we're going to try it. I, I have yeah. less than 50, so at 50 it's 30 bucks a month. So right. Yeah. I think for a school year, as you said, that's 300 bucks for a year. A year, that might be. So we'll see if it uh, helps we'll for you. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, another thing is uh, student photos. Uh, if I'm using, um, I'll show you some examples. Uh, like I'll do student slideshows, and it's gotten really easy for me. Like again, uh, the computer was frustrating because I had to download the photos and upload them. So uh, anyway, kids will email me photos. And uh, so I have email pulled up, and I have Google Slides pulled up, and I just take my finger and slide the photos right into Google Slides, and boom, it's there. It's up to, it automatically updates. Um, I attach that link to Evernote, the Google Slide link, and boom, it's there. So, uh, um, uh, for instance, uh, if students are uh, uh, in our small groups, they'll do something, and I'll talk about our small group. They'll take a picture. And I want to show what our small groups did on a future chapel. They email them to me, and it's really quick uh, for me to create student uh, slideshows with uh, their email and Google Slides and the iPad. It's just been a helpful little, helpful little thing. Um, I also use uh, Google Calendar, and uh, this is actually this is a public calendar, uh, so. Um, our uh, administrative assistant has this, so it's just updated. She puts it on the faculty bulletin, you know, and then uh, uh, Doug has this. A uh, chapel, kids that want the, my chapel team, they have this, and it uh, just gives them, you know, hey, here's what's, here's what's coming. Um, now, I have a question. So I plan chapels. I start in the summer, and I kind of go through September, get that, and then as school starts, I do October, November, December, and then as the year goes on, you know, I, I, I plan out from there. Um, how do, uh, do you plan everything in the summer, or are you like, oh no, we're planning next week, or what's your window of, of planning uh, chapels, like how far in advance? I'm not talking about the details of the chapel, I'm just talking about the general uh, general ideas for the chapels. How, how does that how does that happen for you? A month out. Oh, about a month out. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Thematically, it's chosen in the spring because we share with the grammar schools that feed into our system. Oh yeah. And then we just pick the big themes, maybe five, four or five topics to cover. Yes. So that was planned in the summer, but then the actual chapels, you know, about a month. Okay, um, you know, thank you for bringing up the idea of themes. Like we have a kind of a, a, a big theme, 
and we will come back to it here and there. Um, to be honest, uh, on our campus we have middle school and an elementary school. The elementary school does a lot better job at like every time they're in the theme. Um, do you have chapels where it's very theme driven? Like ours may or may not be. Um, yours is pretty theme driven, right? Or, um, I would say the people who plan it know how it connects to theme, but I don't know that students always oh, hear it. Okay. But okay. Yeah. 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 Anybody else on themes? All right. So uh, here are some uh, of chapel ideas, things that we do. Uh, this one has been a staple for numerous years, and it's right near the beginning of the school year. Not the first chapel, but uh, right near the beginning. And uh, I will get about eight teachers, and uh, they'll send me a photo from the summer, one with them not in it. Uh, and then so four teachers will come up, I will, sh I will show the four photos. What you cannot see in this photo is four teams of, stu of two students each. So eight students are, are seated over here. And uh, then it's a little contest. I usually do seniors on this. I, I tried it different ways, but freshmen don't know the teachers well enough. And it still is a little difficult, even if they're seniors, but that helps them. So eight seniors, four teams. And uh, then they will guess which, which teacher goes with what photo. It's a little contest. There's a little prize at the end. Um, so then after, they write them on the whiteboard. Then they show their, you know, their answers. And then I'll say, okay, which teacher is this photo? And she or he will stand up and uh, they'll, mark, they'll uh, mark their tallies. So after these four photos are shown, uh, then each teacher uh, will just, boy, one, two minutes, uh, just share um, a, uh, a spiritual, I'll say this, a spiritual word of encouragement from the summer that relates to the photo. It is such a good community building with uh, student teachers because the students uh, really like it. There's different pictures, their peers are up there voting, and uh, what, the student, uh, what the teachers have to say um, is fairly simple. So I'm not, you know, saying, can you give a chapel talk? It's, hey, can you just share a little bit about your summer? And every teacher has a different perspective, um, and it's, it's great to hear. Uh, I usually have a couple teachers that will tell me, hey, if you don't get enough, you can put me in. Because that can happen, right? You know, you think, oh, somebody else will do it. But it usually works out. For 25 minutes, I've done this with 12 teachers, way too many. Uh, eight is fine. I think I had maybe nine last time or something like that. And uh, anyway, wonderful, uh, wonderful chapel. Also near the beginning of the year, we do a, a student uh, missions chapel. Actually, it's worked out that this is two chapels, so two 25-minute chapels. Um, Maybe the second chapel of the year, I say at the end, hey, if uh, you, your youth group, want to share about what you did this summer, come down to the stage and sign up. And they do. 
Yeah, they do, and I get enough. I get enough to sign up. Um, mostly, it's youth groups, uh, but I always have individuals that courageously sign up uh, to share as well. Um, so the way that uh, I do it is, I, I give them a piece of paper that um, outlines what they need to do. And it says, here's what you need to, in your group, or you personally, if it's a group, you assign this to each person, uh, what you did, an interesting story, and how God worked. Uh, these three questions seem to work. It keeps them on, on task, on target, and they're not just like, you know, or I don't want any thinking on the spot, you know, I want them to have this planned in advance. Um, and then, um, after they share, uh, they'll also put together Google Slides. They email it to me. I'm like, ah, close link. I never know. That was easy. Um, and then we'll just play some music and show their slides. Occasionally, it works better to show their slides while they're talking, but I don't want it to be too distracting. So the idea is they share, then we sit there, and then we watch their slides. And uh, for us, this is uh, two chapels. A number of years ago, we started small group chapels. Now, do any of you do small groups in chapel? Um, so this is uh, once a month. It's a bit of a logistical working to get this all, you know, set up. Uh, this year, I had um, our uh, school guidance counselor. He actually wanted to help because of how students were organized. So I'm like, oh, friend, yes, this is wonderful. Uh, but uh, they're grouped by grade and gender. So for instance, the school our size, we have four sophomore boys groups, four sophomore girls groups, okay, like that. Um, every group has two student leaders. Um, I did that because, you know, at least two of them, they can feel better about this. And also, quite frankly, if one of them is sick or gone, we still have a leader. Um, there is a teacher assigned to each group as well. And I have kind of, not kind of, I've intentionally been hands-off with how the teacher uh, interacts with the group. So uh, some teachers, I mean, they are right in the group, and uh, they're student leaders, but the teacher's in the group, and it, and it actually really adds to the group. It is a good thing. Uh, there are some teachers that are like, eh. So they're in their room, quite frankly, at their desk. And I'm like, okay, as long as their group is running well, this is fine. They have student leaders. Um, typically, we'll meet in the auditorium first, and uh, I'll do some shout-outs of here's what you're going to do to kind of prepare them. And uh, all of the group leaders, I have, uh, um, they receive the plan in advance uh, through Edmodo. I don't know, do you use Edmodo at all? It's like a, or Google Classroom, or it's, you know, how you, I have a class that is small group leaders, and they get that. And I give them paper copies. And uh, so they scatter throughout the school, and uh, Especially at the beginning of the year, we'll do a, a, a group building thing. Uh, one of them that kind of is cool is simply there's the theme verse, and they have a piece of paper, and they have to come together and plan how are they going to artistically represent the theme verse 
and it has to include everybody's name, them writing their name on the piece of paper. Um, then they, e they actually emailed me these, and a couple weeks ago in chapel, we showed these. And the students really liked looking at what everybody else did. So it focused on the theme verse, but it was also them working together uh, um, as kind of group building. Uh, one funny, oh, this was good, at Christmas time, uh, they had to take a picture of the nativity scene. They had to come up with this in their group. And uh, so, like, in the science rooms, oh, my, they got, you know, they got stuff out, and they really got into this. And so all these photos of them, some, like, pretending to have a baby, some of them, you know, they're holding some guy, you know. And anyway, it was, that's, uh, that was a very good group uh, building thing. Uh, but, of course, there was also scripture and discussion with small groups as well. And uh, just trying to reach them at a more personal level with their peers. Uh, so how well did these go, you may ask? I will tell you, um, every year there are groups that go great, and there are other groups that get by. And I hope they work well. I mean, it's interesting. Kids will tell me, oh, our group is great. And others like, oh, boy. Now this is, you know, um, like freshman boys getting them to talk and like, oh, let's share your heart on a deep spiritual level, you know. Well, they're in process, you know, but then there's some older groups. They're really sharing with boys and girls groups. It's a really, it's a good thing. Um, I may, for two years, kind of keep the same way in which we decided the groups. For instance, alphabetical by last name, okay? But then after two years, I did once alphabetical by first name. Uh, this year, we did something else. The guidance counselor uh, did that. But anyway, uh, are there any other thoughts, small groups, or any questions before I move on? This is like a, this is a once a month thing, so it's kind of big for our uh, school for chapels. How long do you need? So, you know, the group is about 20 minutes because we meet in the auditorium first. And part of meeting in the auditorium first is because some of the younger grades, 20 minutes is about good, you know, and maybe even a tad long for some, where some could go longer. So I'm trying to, yeah. And I'll say too, like I, I'm always, I got sophomore boys, so I usually do sit in the circle and Helpful. I don't lead anything, but when, you know, tell you, you know, a prayer request, I'll add mine in just to model that and help keep them on track. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if their teachers have upperclassmen that are self-sufficient, they might, you know, intentionally remove themselves and just work on a computer. So, yeah. you know, having that flexibility and that intentional ambiguity about our role in this situation mm -hmm. is kind of yeah. nice that we can... You know, if you get one of those groups where it's like, oh boy, I'm going to sit here and make sure that I keep things on track. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but our, like our, our uh, we have another Bible teacher, he has a senior guys group, and he just, it's just a natural fit for him to be in the group. I mean, he has leaders, but, in, and it's kind of like, it's just, it, it works, you know, and uh, yeah, so we're flexible. Uh, this next chapel, uh, you know, many of you can't do because you don't have a grade school, but this one is like 
So good. Uh, the first graders, they come onto the stage. Uh, we invite down any high school students that have a brother or sister or a relative to come down, and we just sing kids' songs, and it just helps the high school students to, to you know, do the motions again. And uh, so we do uh, fun kids' songs with the motions. Um, I'll explain the story time. And then the first graders, um, they'll sing a song for us. We all, they'll sing a song for us. They'll walk up to the microphone and read the scripture verse, so they may all say it by memory. Um, they pray. We'll all say the Lord's Prayer together. Uh, here are some photos of this. Um, so you can see uh, high school kids here. Uh, this shows our auditorium, which I am wow, so thankful. It's such a blessing because it comes down to the stage and the stage is curved. So it, it just has this uh, connection of we're all together. There's not a, a separation of on a platform up, you know, because it comes down. And very easy to move from audience to stage and, and back again. Uh, so I, I'm very thankful for, the, for this auditorium. It's, the auditorium uh, seats 600, and then we have about 370 in the high school, so 400 with the teachers. Uh, it's extra full on this day because of uh, eighth graders are visiting for some reason, but a good reason. So like up here, that's usually empty, but eighth graders are up there. Um, and uh, we have an event, I won't go into this event, but up on the top right, uh, we have the school production, it's a high school production. So anyway, before the high school production, I make up a story with all the characters. So the story is... On the, uh, on the backdrop there, and the kids, they like it, and then we add a few things that only high schoolers laugh at, which is kind of funny. Uh, this year, there was a monster up there with three eyes on the backdrop. I said, I was talking to the monster, and he goes, I say, why are you so upset? He goes, because the iPhone 11 stole my idea of three lenses, because the monster had three. And the whole, all the high schoolers were like, ah! You know, first graders. Ah! Like, why are we laughing? I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, we also uh, occasionally, you know, we'll have interactive chapels. This happens to be two middle school boys. Uh, the point here was following Jesus when life is unfair. So I had three different types of races, and each race was unfair. So, for instance, this race, these boys had to run up the stairs get something, come back, but when I said go, I held on to one of the guy's hands. It's like trying to go, and this was unfair. Like, why this guy got, you know. So anyway, uh, using students in chapels uh, for, like, interactive things. All right, any ideas, thoughts, how you uh, do interactive chapels from the studio audience, uh, involve students, or you involve students and it did not work well? <laughs> Where we oh. invited teachers or teachers mixed with students. That seemed to be okay. And that really uh, connected with the students as well. Like the, yeah, 
that their peers are up there. And yeah, so that's good. Panel discussions. Thank you. Yeah. Very funny. At the beginning of the year, I had an interactive thing. My wife got at the dollar store this little ball that it lights up when you hit it. So in the high school chapel, I wanted like impromptu discussions. So I said, I'm going to bounce it off the stage. Whoever catches it, um, here is the question. And it was a low sharing. I don't know. It was like something you did this summer. I mean, it was not personal. Okay. So high school, I bounce and I said, please catch it. Don't go like this. So I bounce it. And everybody in the high school in that area moved away from it. I'm like, I just told you not to. And finally, somebody picks it up. Okay. I did this a couple, almost every time. I'm like, yeah. We still had our discussion, but I'm like, I did this in the middle school. They are, they are climbing over each other to get the ball. I was like, oh, note to self, this works in middle school really well. And the middle schoolers afterwards were like, can we do that again? I'm like, oh, brother. Anyway. Um, I'm not talking a lot about speakers, but if there's a speaker that comes uh, that can open our students' minds uh, and hearts to the world, um, I like to include these. Uh, this woman uh, was, uh, I think, Asian Indian ethnically ministering in Bangladesh. Very, very smart. A good speaker? Was she a great youth speaker? Probably no. However, to me, that was fine. She was articulate. She shared ministry and God's heart for the world. And even if students were not like, wow, that was such a great talk, just to expose them with what God is doing in the world, um, I think is, well, obviously, it is so important because they can be consumed with their life. And uh, so, um, so important that I get um, speakers uh, as opportunity arises uh, from around the world. And you can see the set for the high school musical, <laughs> The Music Man. Yes, bring back fond memories. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, do you have problems at your school with chapel and other events that are on the stage? Like plays and musicals? Yeah. yeah we have our playback drop up for January through March. And so we can't project well. <gasps> January through March? Let's hold hands. Wow. <laughs> Yee. Uh, anybody else have uh, issues with? I build the sets. <laughs> <laughs> So you just make sure the screen is visible? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, sometimes it's a, where did they move the podium? The, right before chapel? Mm -hmm. That kind of a thing. Because oh. if the set, is, it's on wheels, and they can just go in. That's true. Yeah, it can be moved. To the back. Yeah. Do you usually use a podium for chapel? Yeah. Okay. Or we have um, occasionally had um, cafe table and stool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, It's on wheels, but we we rarely use it. It's usually a music stand is what our speakers would use, 
or our students uh, would use a music stand. So, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, so uh, we have, we have, uh, I mean, it's not that bad, but we can have some issues with the screen and the plays, and we get mad at each other. No, 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 we work it out. Um, anyway, it, it ends up working out, so we'll move on. Now, uh, so we have a, I'm curious what you do for music. Uh, typically, we will not have music in a chapel because it's only 25 minutes. So if, it, if we have a speaker, they have, you know, there's an opening prayer, introduce the speaker, they have a little over 20 minutes. Um, we will have chapels where there, you know, we have a lot of things going on or more things with music, but often there is not music for a high school chapel. Um, once a month, uh, this is our current uh, chapel band, and uh, so they will uh, plan and lead once a month the whole chapel. Um, we do, so students, I, I, I let them, uh, I say stand up and move forward. Do not move backward, that's a bad reflection in your spiritual life. So uh, you, you can stay where you're at or move forward. So they'll be in the front, you know, because it's that low stage, so they're in the front, in the aisles, and in the first landing, and then scattered throughout. Uh, what is the problem with this? Well, it's now they're not in their assigned seat. They can talk with their friends. Um, so this is good. I mean, we have positives and negatives. So for instance, they played just this past week on Tuesday. Um, I had students move forward, opened in prayer so that Everybody has quieted, okay? Then the music starts. Now what happened this past week, and I coach, stop laughing. I, I coach them. I, I try to teach, and it's a process, and I try to do this uh, winsomely, okay? You've been quiet! No, like, oh, friends. Friends, we are here to worship the Lord. And I'll give instruction for, for worship. Um, so, uh, but this past week, they ended a song, and then there was a break, and just to be honest, there was just a lot of talking. Then they started playing again, and then people were, students were singing. And then our leader, this guy, uh, right here, uh, fortunately the next songs, he had a quicker transition, which was really good. I mean, that's what they needed. Um, sometimes we'll have students come up to read scripture in between, but if we have students for we've got to keep it like there can't be downtime. Our students, you know, uh, can talk. Um, the advantage of this is when students are with their friends, they, well, many students feel more comfortable singing out rather than if you're in your assigned seat and it's like, ah, like this. So that's the advantage. The disadvantage, of course, is there are kids that it's much easier for them to not not be focused. So this is continue to work in progress, but I will tell you this. We ended this last week with, uh, Lord, I need thee. Uh, I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. This. And they ended with a cappella. It was a holy moment. I mean, the kids were singing out, and I was like, wow, 
what? We, we need to do more acapella or something. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. Um, so anyway, uh, now, uh, how do you do music? Is it more often student band? Do you lead? Yes. I just want to say when my daughter was in high school, she really wished they had sat by friends yeah. because of the comfort level of singing. Because yeah. she sat by some boys who didn't sing, and then so she, she felt uncomfortable yeah, singing. Yeah. But if she'd been with her friends, she would. Yeah. I think yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah. she had shared with us at the supper table. I wish I could sit by my friends. So she would support what you said. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, the kids in the front, for the most part, that come down to the front, they're there. So the kids behind them can at least see a model in front of them. And uh, yeah, I, I'm still thinking. Uh, you know, how to just, different seasons of life, different school years, different kids, how to do this best. Um, anyway, does, uh, do, you, do some of you do singing every time, or, yeah? We, we have a longer chapel, I mean, we've changed structures a number of times. Yeah, yeah. So in the last maybe two or three years now, it's like 40 minutes. So we'll do singing every time. And it's, okay, yeah. It's a student band, but um, there's generally a, a teacher with a hand in organizing that somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get some real talented seniors who can pull it all off yeah. and you trust them to do it. Yeah. In the last two years, we've also gone to sit with your friends and, and we're dealing with the same pros and cons that yeah, you yeah. mentioned. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, this group, they meet on their own time and when they lead in chapel, no music stance. They just, I'm like, what? I've never had this before. They're, they were juniors last year, and they were kind of a band, and they're seniors this year. No music stands. Uh, they have arrangements they do. They'll start with this. and I mean, they're not perfect, but they practice, and they're prepared. Um, do you want to make any, do you have any comments um, about? There's been a couple of years where you don't have a strong group. Um, and it's it's hard to worship, man. For me, as a musician, I'm like, oh, geez, you know, I you know, I can't do this. But um, uh, but then one year it was like, all right, well, we're gonna do an acoustic setup. The drummer can't be there, and uh, that worked so much better because it was simpler, simpler acoustic guitar, one of the little cajon boxes. Yeah. And that one, it was like every moment was worshipful, and people were singing just because it was simpler. There were less variables. So um, if you have, you know, if you've limited in that way to say, all right, we're going to do acoustic, and that solves some of those problems of, you know, even arrangements, like where does the bass come in, when, yes. what's the drum playing, yeah. it's all just guitar, and, yeah. you know. Yeah. These guys do a little more of an arrangement of stuff, but we don't always have that, yeah. Is it, do you have like, so I have like 50 kids, I'd say, out of our 320 that want to participate in praise band. So it, it's, a, it's a large management issue for me. Oh my. Making sure every kid gets to use their chips. And, uh, so that's... The kids that aren't that good, that's hard. Yeah, you put them towards the back. Yeah. <laughs> you don't put their lights up. That's, yeah. that's true. I'll say that to the side. You know, I... Kid won't on pitch, right, yeah. it Graciously, it's just come together at the end of the school year for the next school year. And there are some students that have said I wanted to be, and they 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 haven't ended up in it, and it's been all. I mean, I don't know. It's it's worked out. So we typically it's one group. There might be some people that come in and out, but we're not. For at least us, we're not organizing a group. Uh, some schools maybe that is good, though. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, that's us. What now, we've done, what we've done oh. is, um, well, we usually have one one chapel a week, a singing chapel, since ours are only 17 minutes. But we've also done a Friday, which is the day we don't have chapel. We have extended time in our first hour class for devotions. But we've had voluntary chapels. We've had that during break. And then we extend the break period instead of 10 minutes. We have a 15-minute break. And if you want, you come in the gym and you worship. You don't set up any chairs. And we keep it dark in there. And whoever wants to come. About what percentage of the school may come to that? I know it probably fluctuates, but. Yeah, we've tried to you know, count. Yeah. But we, we have about 620 kids. And we've had you know, maybe 250, 300. Oh, wow. Wow. So. No, so put them out of And so kind of wander in and wander out. Yeah. Kind of hard to eat your snack at the same time, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, we have a uh, church right across the street. Uh, so uh, once a year, we have this hymn chapel, and uh, I pick uh, five hymns every Christian should know that a lot of them don't know. And uh, we've, we've rotated. Um, and I've also actually done this, this is in the fall, I actually sometimes do the chapel again in the spring with the exact same five hymns, but this time different arrangement. I mean, this is organ, piano. When the kids, they walk across the street, when they're walking in, the organ and piano are going full tilt prelude. Uh, then um, students will... I have students that will come up to the front, sit in the bench, you know, walk up to the pulpit, read the hymn history, uh, and then we'll sing. Uh, they come up, uh, students stand up, hymn number 200, let's stand and sing. No projection. This is old school hymnals. And uh, um, yeah, so I think some students get it, others don't, but at least they're being introduced to some of the great hymns of the faith. And like I say, uh, one year I did this three times, only once at the church, but uh, interspersed it so they were the same five hymns, just to, to get them to know that. Uh, and then uh, student-led uh, chapels. Uh, I'm going to show you an example in a minute. I have a chapel team. My chapel team is 12 students. Why did I pick the number 12? <laughs> you can guess. Uh, it's eight seniors and four juniors. Six, six uh, girls, six guys. And uh, I'll just, I'll give them a chapel a month and a half out. Like, you plan everything. Go. And uh, very often there's some skits, testimonies, response, and prayer. Um, we have done... Uh, I don't know if we'll do it this year, but we'll see. We've done a chapel where all, all the teachers leave, and there's just chill music playing, a microphone to share a word of encouragement and a prayer, and it's about 20 minutes long by the time the teachers leave. The teachers go in the hall, stand in a circle, pray for the students, and uh, I have kind of senior leaders in there that are kind of watching over things. Um, it's gone really well, except two years ago there were a few people vaping in the South Booth. Huh. Uh, that was not my fault. That's not the <laughs> uh, Oh, I see. But in general, it's good. It's good. A Good Friday, 
is a, a, a student-led chapel where they come forward for response, like write a sin on a card and press it to the cross. Yeah? Do you have time set aside with these 12? Is that like a class? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good question. No, we do not. However, I use that focus period, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But they're very busy students. But so far, like on Friday, I can pick them to meet. And so that's, that's the time. After school doesn't work. I don't have a class. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the way it. Um, here is the, an example of a student-led chapel. Um, they did a, a Google Doc here. Then they uh, did a video of the physics teacher on the swing set. And he was explaining the physics of pendulum while he swung. Uh, then this, uh, this boy, Ethan, had a whiteboard with the literal physics equ equation of a pendulum. And uh, the point of the chapel was, when we pray, we need to pray both with an understanding of God's uh, sovereignty and majesty and holy other, and that God is personal and close and a God relationship. And we need to acknowledge both. And sometimes people are one side or the other. When do you get maximum velocity in prayer? When do you get both? Um, so, God's majesty. Uh, kids did this. Uh, Chrissy uh, climbed a small ladder for Psalm 8. Oh Lord, oh Lord, how majestic. And then we we're like, no, 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 bigger. So then we had a really big step ladder. Just she climbed up that. Uh, and then we did a skit. Uh, myself, a girl, and a couple others. I was the play director, and I was directing them. Bethany had some personal problems. It was obvious. So after the rehearsal, she and I talked. And then I wasn't the director. I was the, the caregiver, the, the one that said, oh, I'm concerned. Um, at the end, these two boys represented each side of prayer, and they began arguing. This is best. This is best. It was fairly humorous. But then they came together and said, no, it's together. Um, so here's an example of a, a, a student-led chapel with uh, two videos, scripture reading, uh, prayer, and, and so forth. Uh, we have, we have three minutes left. Uh, Post-it notes, that was an interactive chapel. And uh, here, a student-led chapel with two students sharing, and a girl came to kneel at the cross. There was another person in there that did not kneel at the cross. At the very end of the year, oh boy. At the end of the year, uh, we had uh, these seniors shared two minutes something spiritual and a reflection on their years at the school. Cool chapel. Uh, and uh, I don't organize the senior slideshow, somebody else does, but this is a tradition at our school. The last chapel the seniors are in is a senior slideshow. The seniors sit on the stage, and at the end of the chapel, uh, the teachers come down and form a circle around them. And then three teachers will just uh, pray a blessing on the seniors as they uh, move on. And uh, this is uh, my last slide. Uh, we have a spiritual life emphasis week, uh, the choir. 
Oh, we always begin chapel with the Lord be with you and also with you. Here's my email. This, you should do this if you don't. What? It's an open mic Thanksgiving uh, community chapel. The key to this chapel is you plant the first two students to share, and it's got to be serious. I made the mistake once. The first boy to share, he made a joke. Not good. Then it colored it. But if the first two students share like a heartfelt Thanksgiving, uh, for 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, students just come to the mic. It starts slow, and then you get a line, and it is beautiful sharing. A few of them are like, shout out to my Okay, we get that. But it would, what a wonderful chapel. Thanks for being over mic sharing. All right, we are done a minute and a half early. This is, this is good. Uh, so if you want to stay to chat for a moment or whatever, or any questions, hey, thank you for coming. I'm so glad that we could uh, get together uh, today. And next year, maybe somebody else does this, because I'm not. Because <laughs> I've already done it. All right.